This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You know, I'm feeling, I am feeling, I'm feeling pretty lazy. My neighbor, Ned, his real name is Ed, but we call him Ned because when he was younger, his parents or people called him called him Ned. Oh, honestly, I've, I've been calling him Ned for, forever. And one day I was just like, dude, is your name Ed or Ned? It was it was an awkward moment. I'm like, hey, I have to ask you a question. I think your name is Ed, but I've been calling you Ned. So what is it? And then he explained to me that people have been calling him Ned for years. It's, it's like me. Everybody calls me Spaz. They're not sure if they should call me Spaz or if they should call me Anthony, if they should call me Paz. You can call me whatever you want. Just don't call me Tony. Do not call me Tony. That's it. Don't call me Tony. My name isn't Tony. My father would, well, we didn't bury my dad. So my father would come, the ashes would come flying out of the guy's urn and he'd be steaming. My dad called me Ant. Ant or idiot. Um, (laughs) Idiot was a moron. What else? There was one that he, oh, it's in Italian. Chooch. He'd always call you a chooch. Anthony, for once in your life, could you be normal? Stop being a chooch. So anyways, I'm feeling so lazy. My neighbor, congratulations to my neighbor. He ran the Boston Marathon, but nobody knew he was doing it. No one knew he was running the marathon. It was the night before. It's like Sunday. And I'm like, yo, it's, or my wife or someone said something to him about what, what, what was he doing the next day? And he's like, oh, I'm getting ready for the marathon. So I text him. I go, bro, you're running the marathon? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, are you, are you just running? Like, I, did you train? Or are you just going to hop out there and go bang out 26 miles? And he's like, no, I've been training. He gets up at like four in the morning and the guy runs until he goes to work. He has to be, he goes to work at like seven in the morning, works till seven at night. He's a nurse. That's all the guy does is work. The work ethic is astounding. And and I've spent a lot of time with him lately. So I was so surprised that, that he's been training. I mean, he's in good shape, but I just thought he was a skinny dude. I mean, I think he is a skinny dude by nature, right? Um, But his work ethic is insane. It's insane. Because I spent a lot of time with him because we've all been working together in the neighborhood uh, to help get that shelter off of our street. And then we're creating a, a community organization, the Oak Island uh, uh, neighborhood, the Oak Island Neighborhood Association. We're getting that together, so I'm talking to him all the time. And this dude's been waking up every day, and I'm like sucking his time. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? I'm over his house drinking all his booze. He's like, nah, I don't drink. And I'm like, yeah, I guess not, man. You're running a marathon, man. It's impressive. It's impressive. It's impressive to hear that somebody's getting up three, four in the morning, running a ton before they go to work. Then they work all day, and then he comes home. And he's he's a family man. He spends he spends a ton of time with his kids, two girls. He's got he's got two daughters. I think it's just two daughters. I, I don't think there's a third. So he's got his two daughters and he's got his son Apollo, and then he's got his wife, and they got dogs. Great family man. Spends a ton of time with his family, does karate. And what the fuck? Where do you find the time, bro? Man, I feel like a bum. I do. The last podcast, the last one I did on it, I said I was a bum. And I think I work hard. I really do. I do think I have a hot work ethic. I think I work a lot. But when I'm getting up, this dude's just getting done running 10 miles. There are literally people out running sprints 
while you're sleeping. God. Ah, oh, so lazy. Anyways, that's not the purpose of today's podcast. The purpose of today's podcast, this is Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can get my podcast wherever you get your podcast, and I do it as a live stream. I do it on YouTube. I do it on Twitch. Sometimes on Twitter, I switch back and forth on that. I do it on Rumble. I think I'm getting off Rumble. I don't really like Rumble. You got to pay for it, and I don't want to pay. I'm cheap, bro. I'm cheap. I'm absolutely cheap. Speaking of cheap, we have to, you know what? We'll get into this in a second. But speaking of cheap, my brother's wedding is this weekend. It's my brother's wedding. My brother Jamie's getting married, buddy. Congratulations. His wife, Jess. Love her. Great family. We'll get into that in a minute. We have to, there is a reason for today's podcast, but I'll get into being cheap. And hopefully, maybe I shouldn't because my brother listens to the podcast. And it's not about how much money I'm going to give him. It's what I'm bringing to the wedding because it's a cash bar. And you know I don't like spending cash. I hate it. So we'll get into that in a second. But the whole reason for the podcast today is I'm running for city council. I'm running for city council at large in the city of Revere. And that's my official statement. I was asked by the newspaper, what's my official statement? I was like, what do you mean? I have to write official. I have to have an official statement. My my statement is that I would like to be a city councilor in the city of Revere because I believe in fair, transparent, and accountable government. I believe in fair government for the people, accountable government, meaning I would like a city council that holds everybody in the city accountable from the mayor right down to the guy that picks the gum up off the sidewalk. I don't even know if they do that anymore. And if that's a job, I'm sorry. Everybody needs to be held accountable, especially the city council. The guys that are there now, they do a great job, but there's a bunch of seats that are going to be open. There's going to be, uh, so here in the city of Revere, let's see, we'll, we'll get into the whole thing. Let, let me talk about me, then I'll get it. You know what? Here, the council, Dan Rizzo, he's running for mayor. So that's an open seat at large. Steve Morabito is running for council. I mean, sorry, he's running for mayor. So that's a seat at large. It's open. Uh, Jerry Visconti is running for mayor. That's another at large seat open. Now, Pat Keith, he's Ward 4, I believe. He's also running for mayor, but he's he's acting mayor or will be in a couple of days because our mayor, took he's, he, he's gone. He got appointed to the DCR. And this isn't, I, I'm not ripping on anybody, so I don't even care, right? And it, it's it, and that was not directed at you, Pat, dude. I, I think you're a great guy. That was directed at the guy that's leaving. So I'm not, I'm not crapping on anybody because if I get, if I get elected, I'm going to have to work with him because he's the head of DCR and half of Revere is covered with DCR. Where I live, it is Revere and DCR land. DCR runs the beach. DCR runs a street that, that, that cuts across my street. So I'm going to have to learn to get along with people that might not like me. But I, I'm, I listen, I sent an apology letter to Mr. Arrigo, to the former mayor of Revere. I said, I apologize for my tactics. I just wanted to get something done. All right. So running for council for me, the main reason that I'm running for those of you that know, back in February, I had an issue on my street that there was going to be a homeless shelter put on my street. But let's be clear that the shelter was going to be a drug facility, right? And this is what I mean. It was going to have 24 beds. And the way that you qualify to live at this place is you had to have some kind of a drug addiction or a mental health issue. And you had to be homeless. And they were going to plop it right in my neighborhood. Do we need places like this? Sure. Should they be out in Wichington or something like that? At yes, bye. Put them in fucking Vermont. Wait, am I allowed to swear? Do I have to stop swearing? That's going to be tough. For 20 years, I never, you know what? I worked in radio for 20 years, broadcast live. I never swore. That's going to be a difficult thing for me to do because I'm a passionate person. 
So we need places like this. So I, I, I'm not against having a facility like that. I just didn't want it next to my daughter, and neither would you. And if you said otherwise, you'd be lying. So we went to council. Now, the city council has really nothing to do with it, except for the fact that I believe, and I want, and this is how I'm going to be. If I'm elected to be a city councilman, I represent you in all issues that deal with the city, whether it's city, whether it's local, whether it's local, state, or federal, I'm your guy. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, and that's what I expect out of my city council. We vote for you to represent us and you represent us in all things. So if, if elected, you can come to me. If you've got a problem with the federal government, you come to me because I have a better chance of getting a hold of the congresswoman. I have a better chance of getting a hold of a senator than you do. Nothing against you. But when Joe Schmo sends an email, they go, oh, Rolf, another, another kook trying to, oh, that, that kook, Anthony Paziali at 51 Arcadia Street trying to get in touch with us. Nothing happens. You don't get past the gatekeeper. You don't get past the gatekeeper. But if I'm elected, you reach out to me and I reach out to the officials for you. Now, you should still reach out. So don't get me wrong. Anybody that has a problem, you need to reach out to your councilman. You need to reach out to your mayor. You need to reach out to your state rep, your state senator, your governor. You need to reach out to your uh, congressional representatives, both senators and reps. But write a letter to the fucking president. Absolutely. But I'm telling you that a councilman has a better chance of getting the air of somebody that's a state rep of somebody that is a state senator, someone that is a U.S. senator, or someone is that a congressman. I hate when people say congressman because Congress is made up of both the Senate and the representatives. So one of your U.S. representatives, the governor, we got a better chance. Bro, I got a better chance of getting in touch with the Saudi prince if I was a congressman or if I was a... That's not a congressman. If, if I was a councilman, it has a little sway to it. And a lot of councilmen, not in Re I'm not just saying Revere, throughout the United States of America, thinks that their job stops at the city level. It doesn't. Yes, we represent you in everything that's going on in the city, but beyond that. City councilmen, it, it stinks, but it's a 24-hour job, always on, always working, always helping the people. That's the job. That's it. And I want to make sure that people's voices are heard. I want to make sure you have a seat at the table. We're not sitting at the kids' table at Thanksgiving anymore. When it's Thanksgiving, Dad's like I say, Anthony, why don't you go sit over there with the kids? Well, we're grown-ass adults now. We're in our 40s. And we want to make sure that everybody in this city, if they have an issue, that it gets validated, that somebody listens to them, and someone tries to help them. Never to be told. Never to be told there is nothing I can do. This is a government at the local level that is for the people, by the people. A government that will work for you and not the other way around. It's that simple. It's easy peasy. 
I want to ensure that the people in Revere have the best of the best, have people that have someone that will work for them. And I'm not saying the guys there now don't. What I'm saying is they're leaving. And it's time for other people to step up. It's time to take a stand with pride. People, we can no longer stand to the side. We must stand up and take responsibility for our city. Because when a city is run well, when leadership is shown well at the local level, it spreads. People look at the city of Revere and they say, wow, that city is governed well. They listen to their people. They're financially sound. The education in that city is great. The public safety there is amazing. The beach looks great because they've been working with DCI to make it look awesome. Everybody wants to live in Revere. And when you do that, it spreads. It spreads like wildfire. Lynn wants to be like Revere. Winthrop wants to be like Revere. Everybody looks at how we run our city and they want to run it that way. And then when other cities get run that way, the state government looks at it and says, we want to be run that way. And then the federal government looks at it, we want to be run that way. Lead by example. It starts at home. If dad runs a tight ship financially, raises his kids great, is a fair person. This is fair, transparent, accountable. If dad is fair, he's not unjust. He listens to his kids, puts the hammer down when he has to, understands maybe he's made a mistake here and admits to it. He's accountable to everything that happens. Dad is accountable to everything that happens in his household. There is no passing the buck. With me, you will get no passing of the buck. Everything stops with me. You can ask my wife. Anything that ever happens to me in my life, ultimately, I come to the conclusion that it was my fault. Because I didn't either do enough. I didn't see it coming. I wasn't responsible enough. Somehow. Even if it was someone else, even if it might have been clear, like, oh, that guy inflicted it on you. No, there was always something I could do. I'm 50% the problem, if not more. And it stops here. So you take accountability for the things you do, and you take accountability for the people around you, and you lead by example. And this is me talking, so it stinks, because I have to talk about it. But you have got to step up. And be accountable. And that's what I mean by accountable government. So if you're accountable at home, again, if 51 Arcadia Street, that's where I live, is accountable, right? 50 Arcadia will be accountable. 52 Arcadia will be accountable. 84 Arcadia will be accountable. People will look to you and say, man, that guy runs a great house. Great, Like, for example, my neighbor Ned. Again, back on Ned. Ned the Great Ned. Ned the Great. He put in a nice driveway, and by example, his neighbors on both sides put in nice driveways because everybody wants to be great. Everybody looks at the other guys, oh, man, that driveway's awesome, and it's like that in everything. It's like that in everything. So the main reason to run, simple. I want everybody in my community, and, and I was thinking about running for Ward 5, but then I said, you know what? I have to represent this entire city. Because I want everybody in this city to be able to come to me so that they can have a voice. And now let me give you an example of what I mean by come to me. Everybody has problems. Right? Like me. I have heartburn right now. But seriously, everybody has problems. I call it spilt milk. There are issues that come up probably by the thousands at the city level that residents don't know about yet or may never know about. Because they're busy taking care of their families. 
They're busy picking their daughter up from school. They're busy busy picking up their son from soccer or wrestling. They're doing something family related. They gotta. They get home. The dog crapped all over the place. They care more about the crap on the floor than they do about the city council meeting. And I understand that. So I want to be that guy for them. I want when they're picking dog crap up, when you're picking dog crap up at your house, you know that Anthony Paziali is in that chamber making the decisions for you that are best for you, not for him, for you, so that you can spend your time picking up spilt milk or grabbing your daughter from school or going to soccer games or doing whatever it is you having a drink, hanging out at the beach. You can do whatever you want and you can rest assured that I am thinking of you from a working class level because that's what I am. I'm thinking of you and your family because I'm a dad and that's all I do is think about my daughter. I think about my son and I think about my daughter and I think about the things that I can do better for them. And one of the things I can do better for my daughter who I'm going to raise in this city. She goes to school at the Paul Revere School. She's going to get educated here. She will live here her entire life. And the only thing I can do as a dad is make sure that this city is great for her. And if I don't step up, no one else will. Do you understand? No one could be a better dad for my daughter than me. So therefore, I'm running for city council at large because I'm going there to represent my little girl. And by representing my little girl, I'm going to raise all boats. So I'm representing your little girl. I'm representing your son. I'm representing you to ensure that the city is safe, has good education, and and it's run and it's fiscally sound. Man, I get fired up. I'm passionate. I'm passionate about it. But I can be calm. It's funny because I, you know what's funny? Uh, most city governments, actually most governments or meetings are run by this thing. It's called, I, I call it Rob's Rules. Bob's Rules, I used to joke around. But Robert's Rules of uh, of Order are how most board meetings are run, uh, are how, how government meetings are run like in Congress, at the state level, and at the local level. I mean, I, I've been on uh, the board of a few charities, um, you know, plus we used to use Robert's rules. I was, a, I was the president of my fraternity um, when I was in college and we use Robert's rules. I was also the president of my fraternity's charity after college. We use Robert's rules. And uh, someone had asked me if I know how to do a motion. And I, I like, like, I feel bad because I don't like, I'm not trying to be a dick to people, but I, you know, a motion for those of you that you know what let's let's sum it up like this a lot of people don't know how to present a motion a lot of people don't even know what a motion is right so like you go to city council and there's some kind of a motion and they say something like you know i move to um order pizza for city council for lunch today someone's like, i i second it well let's start from the beginning a motion is basically an issue that is brought up to the council it gets discussed and there is a decision made doesn't have to be in writing. It is something you could bring up. I mean, maybe by bylaw, I don't know the city bylaws yet, and I'm going to read them, but by bylaw, it might have to be in writing, but I don't think it has to be. Typically at board meetings or typically at any kind of a meeting, you can, you can bring up a motion. The way it works is like this. You have somebody, let's say you're having a meeting and you have the chairperson in Revere. It happens to be the city council president, city council president brings the meeting to, to, you know, the, the meeting opens up, they go through all the, you know, uh, do we approve the uh, the notes or the minutes from uh, last meeting? Any old business or anything like that? Any new business? Then someone would just you know w- would say something to the city council president to get his attention. 
the council president say, I recognize, uh, you know what, let's make it as if it is at home. So it's dad. Let's pretend dad is the city council president. And it's me, it's my son, and it's my daughter, and it's my wife. And I and I come up and I say, anybody got new business? My son says, dad, now I'm, I'm the council president. I says, dad, um, and I say, uh, yes, yes, son. Uh, son has the floor. They might say something like that. He's like, dad, I, I, I moved to order pizza, uh, cheese pizza for lunch. So I say, all right, there's a motion on the floor that we buy cheese pizza for lunch. It's open for discussion. Any, any discussion at some, at this point, we can have a discussion. We can have a debate about it. Typically the person who does the motion gets to speak, right? That, that person's going to speak in, in favor. I, you know, so we, we kick it back to no Joe. Nariam, why do you want to get people? I don't have to say why. Nariam, you have the floor. So Nariam's going to talk about why he wants cheese pizza and all the great things about cheese pizza and why it's amazing. Then it's going to say anybody else. Then my daughter Presley's gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say Presley. My daughter Presley will say to me, hey, Dad, I'd, I'd like to speak. She speaks. So, you know, I'd like to make an amendment. So now you can have an amendment that I'd like to make an amendment to the motion that the pizza have pepperoni. We have a motion on the floor. You need a second. Someone's got a second. It. We I totally skipped over the second. Let's just say someone seconded it. So now we have a motion for cheese pizza. Now my daughter wants to amend the cheese pizza. She says, I, I would like to have pepperoni uh, pizza. So then my son says, you know what? I second it. All right, we have a second. Anybody want to discuss it? Nobody discusses it. Let's have a vote. My wife, out the eye. Let, let's vote. Wife, I. Daughter, I. Son, I. All right. The amendment has passed. So now the so now the, the main motion has been changed from a cheese pizza to a pepperoni pizza. Now let's get back to the main motion. Who the fuck wants pizza with pepperoni on it? So boom, we have a vote. Wait, we any uh, any more discussion on this? That being that there is no more discussion on it, let's vote. Everybody votes aye. Gavel hits. Boom, you're getting pepperoni pizza. I know that sounds goofy the way to explain it, but that's that's the basics of how it's done. If you're interested in learning more about the rules, rules of Robin, it's it's parliamentary procedure, which is ridiculous, right? Like it's it's confusing to people that don't understand it, but if you actually uh, go to city council meetings. You'll pick it up pretty quick. And if you don't, I'll tell you about it. This is one of the things I'm talking about. The gibberish that the city council guys are talking about. The common guy doesn't have time to sit down and fucking read Robert's rules of order so that he knows what's going on. Well, I want to do something about that. Honestly, one of the things I was thinking about is like after city council meetings, going, hopping on my podcast and explaining it to you, like literally sitting down and saying, Hey, Today, there was a motion to do this. This is what it means. This is what happened. So that you know what's going on. And so you don't have to be embarrassed because that's one of the things that drives me nuts. People are embarrassed. They don't want to speak up and say, what, what was that? They're, they're worried that someone might say something. Not me. I, if I don't know what the hell's going on, hands right up. What the fuck is going on? I have no problem doing it and I have no problem doing that for you. So it's, it's simple. I want simple governance for the people of Revere. I want people in the city of Revere to be able to count on me, understand that I will always be fair. I will hear you all. I will seek to understand before, I'm seek, before I seek to understand. What that means, I may feel a certain way on a topic, but I'd like to get your opinion on it first. It's so important to me to listen to you and the things that you, because I might be wrong. So I want to understand it from your point of view. And then I may give you my point of view. For example, I'll give you an example. We'll just use the high school. 
I don't want the high school at Wonderland. I don't think it makes sense. Would, would that be a great spot for it? Maybe. A lot of people don't want it there because of traffic. That's not my beef. I don't want to take up that piece of land because I think we need the tax revenue. So we need to find another place to put it. Wonderland could bring in 10 to $20 million in tax revenue. Now, some people would say, well, we've been waiting for something to be there for years. Yeah, that's th that's not me. We're not waiting, bro. We get in, we're finding somebody. We're going to find somebody to put something there and we're going to get tax revenue from it. Why do we need that tax revenue? So that we're not passing the buck to the seniors. The seniors shouldn't have to pick up the bill for the high school. The people that use, my, my daughter's going to be going to school. Listen, my daughter is in second grade. I've got many years of my daughter going through the school system here. People like me should be paying for that stuff. Not the seniors who are living on fixed incomes. And then people might say, well, there's no way there's going to be a tax override. Okay. <laughs> it makes me want to like, when people say that, my, that, that, that we can absolutely afford $500 million for a high school, it makes me want to roll. I'm like, ah! come on, be smart about it. Be smart about it. Understand a couple of things. And, and, and I don't want to go off on the side tangent, but just I want you to understand something. Big elephant in the room that nobody's talking about. Big elephant. The fire department, the police department, and the teachers' union, the teachers, are all going to want raises soon. Their contracts are all going to come up, and they're going to want big raises because they need to get caught up with inflation. They need to get caught up. Right now, it's like they're living on a, a, a like their paycheck got cut. And now, let me explain something about inflation just so, so we can all be on the same page. Over the past few years, inflation has been as high as 12 13%. It doesn't when people when when the government says inflation is down, what that means is it is no longer thirteen percent. It is now three percent a year. So let me explain that. Let's just say before inflation went up to thirteen percent, you could buy something for a hundred dollars. After inflation hit, you would now pay a hundred and thirteen dollars for it. Now that inflation might start coming down, the cost of that good does not go down. It continues to go up because inflation goes up 3% every year. Does that make sense to you? Let me explain that again. Before inflation hit, you had something that cost $100. The normal rate of inflation might be 3%. So in a normal year, that thing that you bought for 100 bucks, the next year would be worth, you'd have to pay $103 for it. But since inflation was so bad, whatever you bought for $100, you now paid 113. You paid 13% more for it. It doesn't go back down to 100. It just stays at 113. And then every year, inflation goes up 3%, 2%. So it gets higher and higher and higher. It never goes back down to the original price. It doesn't. So the teachers need to get caught up with that 13 or that 10%. The police need to get caught up with that 13 or that 10%. Same with the fire, the fire union. I know this because my brother Mike is a teacher. And they just fought to get caught up. So the typical raise, let's say, let's say the typical contract is like a five-year contract, and every year they're going to get a two point five percent raise or a three percent raise. Well, this time around they're going to want a four, four point five every year for the next three years to get caught up. They're going to want to be caught up with inflation, and I'm not saying they shouldn't. Teachers, firefighters, police officers absolutely need to get paid. But where's the money coming from? Let's take Wonderland off the table. Where's the money coming from? Where are we getting the money? We need to keep the properties that can re that can generate revenue. I'm sorry. I know it sucks for people. I know it sucks for the teachers. I know they want to have it at Wonderland, and that's the greatest place on the planet. But when you when a time comes for you to get paid and get your raise, that place is going to be essential. Essential.
to bring in tax revenue. And we got to get something there and we're going to get something there. It's, it's plain and simple. So there's a, there is an example of where I would listen. I would sit back and I would I'd listen to everybody in the city and I'd say, okay, here's everybody's opinion on this. And maybe you could change my mind. Is what I'm saying is I'm open, open to a conversation to change my mind. I'm not thick-headed. I'm very strong opinionated, yes, and I'm very, I'm very passionate. But I can sit down and I can have a conversation with you and listen to you and listen to your concerns. Now, there's one thing I will never do to you. I will never tell you I can't help. But I will tell you I, I won't. There's a big difference. I can't help is a coward's way. It is a gutless way to tell somebody that you're not interested in helping them or you're, you're passing the buck to something. You, you're saying, oh, uh, there's no way I can help. You know, this isn't my job. I can't help is the worst thing on the planet. When somebody says I can't help you, it drives me nuts. I want to call them a coward. I want to say right to their face, you are a coward. Say you won't help me. I'm that type of person. I'm not going to lie to you. I will tell you, you will always know where I stand. If you ask me point blank a question, I'm going to give you a response as to how I feel on that topic. And if I don't know how I feel, I'm going to be honest saying, you know what? I'm still deciding. And if you say, can you help me? And you're going to present some kind of issue to me. I'm never going to say I can't. I'm going to say I won't. I will sit down. I will hear you out. And then I will tell you that I won't help you because I don't agree with the issue and I don't want to help. And do you get the difference? There's no BS with me. You're going to get the truth. Some people don't like the truth, but you're going to get the truth. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to tell you what you want to hear so that I can get your vote because that's not my purpose for running for city council. My purpose for running for city council is to make the best decisions I possibly can for the people in Revere, for the community. It's to listen to people, to try to get a sense of what they would like to see happen. And if I feel aligned and I believe in their cause and in that thing, then I will work harder than anybody on this planet. I will be the Ned of Revere where I get up at four, three in the morning and I run sprints for this city to get something done. But if I don't believe in it, I'll tell you why, and I'll stand by it. This is one thing that people don't do anymore. They don't stand by what they've said. They don't stand by their mistakes. I stand by everything I do. So if you want a straightforward answer from somebody at city council, I'm going to do that for you. There's no BS. I'm going to tell you this is how it is. This is what was done. But if you come to me, and it's something that I strongly believe in, I'll help you out. I promise you that I will. And now let's flip it on the other side. Let's say I'm absolutely against something. I will try my best to stop that from happening if I'm against it. I'll do my best. I, I will uh, forget my best, bro, because my best is, I'm coming. I'm co I'm, my, my best is better. My best is I'm going to run through that brick wall and it's not happening if I want something not to happen. That's the type of person I am. But let's say the city wants it. 70% of you people are in favor of this. Well, then I guess it's my job if, now this is if it gets voted on. So for example, let's say Wonderland somehow gets back on the table and it gets picked where the high school is going to be, which I'm extremely against. Well, then I will change my gears and I will do whatever I can to make sure that the project gets done efficiently, on time, and it does what it says it's going to do. 
even if I don't want it there, but if the city and the will of the city has decided that that's what's going to happen after the vote, I'll be all in and I'll help out. Speaking of helping out, one of the things that I plan to do if elected to city council is to work with all departments. Not that the guys that are there now don't, because I don't really know if they do or not. But I can tell you this. At health department, I'm, I'm, it's not my job, right? And I'll be over there. If there's a health issue, if, if my neighbors say that we got some kind of a health problem, this guy has a clean up his trash, boom, I'll be in there. When it comes to things the mayor's, the mayor's doing, I'm going to go in. I'm going to work with whoever gets elected mayor. I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Whoever gets elected mayor, great, great, whatever. I'm going to do one of two things. I'm going to hold, well, first thing is hold that guy accountable. Second thing is work with him if our vision aligns. And if our vision, if our vision doesn't align, well, I'm going to be in that office every single day trying to convince him otherwise. Him or if a lady gets elected, I don't know if there's any women run. And I don't take no for an answer. There's none of this, oh, the mayor wasn't there. Bro, I'm coming over. I'm going to call you. Tell your wife to make pasta, bud, because I'm coming over. And there's no fighting. There's no beefing. You can ask people that have met me. Yes, I'm passionate, but I got no hate. You come at me with hate, I come at you with a hug. I'm a hugger. I'm a lover. You want to shoot your arrows that hate at me? Trust me, they bounce off my armor of love like you couldn't believe. Because I truly believe in people. And I believe in lifting people up. Even if I don't agree with you. Even if you think I'm a bum. I'm still coming at you. I'm still going to smile at you and say, I don't understand how you could hate me. Because I don't hate anybody. All I want is positive outcomes for the city of Revere. That's it. Positive outcomes. I want this city to move forward and become greater than it already is. I want it to be a great place to live. I want people to want to come and live here. Good education, great public safety, and a fiscally sound city. That's what we need. And it needs to be fair and accountable and transparent. We need transparency. The people of this city need to feel comfortable with the things that we are doing and they need to know everything that we are doing because they are entitled to know because we work for them. I'm not even elected yet because elected officials work for them. They're the boss. The people are the boss. We're there or the council or the city government is there to work for them. It's that simple. Now, guys, listen, it's going to be a long six months. I have six months to go through this city and meet as many people as I possibly can to see whether or not we're a fit. So I'm not saying you should vote for me. What I'm saying is I don't know if you should vote for me or not, but I would love to have a discussion as to why you should or why you shouldn't. If we don't align, if we're not a fit, that's okay. You don't have to vote for me. It's all right. No worries. But I would like, I would at least like the chance to sit down and hear what you think needs to be done in the city. And if it's something that I think that I align with and something that I want to help out with, we might mesh. And it might make sense for you to vote for me. And then if it doesn't, honestly, I'm not that type of guy. There's no hard feelings. I mean, I'm going to every single person's charity event, not charity event, their fundraisers. I'm going to go to Pat Keith's fundraiser. I'm going to go to Dan Rizzo's fundraiser. I'm going to Jerry Rizzo's fundraiser. I'm going to go to... uh, Uh, Steve Morabito's fundraiser. I'm going to go to everybody that's running against me or with me. I'm going to their fundraisers. You might have to work with these people. I might not, I might not like their political stances or where they stand on issues, 
but it doesn't matter to me. I don't have to agree with you politically to get along with you and sit and break bread with you and have a conversation to see if we can have a positive outcome. It's a simple thing. We have a problem. Do you see a way we can overcome it? Communication is so key. Being able to talk with people that you don't like is so important because nothing ever gets done. You have to have uncomfortable conversations. You have to be willing to have conflict because without getting through that conflict, nothing is going to get done. The city will not move forward. It will not be a better place to live. It'll just be a bunch of people whining and bitching and moaning at each other. And we can't do that. We have to get work done. That simple. Let's get to work. Anthony Paziali for Revere City Council at Lodge. Revere first. Let's get it done. Thanks for listening. Oh, by the way, before I go, I want to meet anybody and everybody. I live at 51 Arcadia Street. You can DM me. Do whatever. Listen, DM me. Email me. Reach out to me however you like. If you want to meet, I want to meet you. And I want to have a conversation. And I will be throughout the city for the next six months. You're going to see a lot of me. And if I don't win, that's okay. Because hopefully there are better men than me. I'm hoping there are better men and women than me that will run. If there are, please come out. Please run. Let's get the best of the best. Let's ensure that this city is a great place. All right, guys. Thanks for listening.